So yes, here I am with uh, our two guests. Once again, Kalima Young is in the house. Hello. She is uh, teaching at Towson University, yeah. knocking out her PhD, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Looking for that to happen. I am very ready. And Denzel Mitchell, farmer, activist, thinker, father, in the house. Good to have you both here. And we're here to talk about you, Black Panther and the crew, number one, that came out, but also just about the black world in comics. So, have you all seen this, right? Yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen this. I, what you I doing was, on my show then? I, I mean, I read I read I'm the original Black Panther series. But I didn't know this, this thing was out with Misty Knight, Luke Cage, yes, Manifold. Misty. I'm Nick, excited. That's but, Storm, but, but, Panther, Storm, and right, but so Misty is not in this yet. Oh, man. I mean, I mean uh, Luke Cage is not in this yet. Yeah, Luke yeah, Cage yeah. is not in this. Yeah, yeah. But, but Misty's on the cover here. Yeah, yeah, Misty's yeah. on the cover. So, so, Clint, let me start with you. So, okay. So, what do you think? I mean, so here we have you have this 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 the beginning of this uh, <laughs> of this world. You know that Tanahasi obviously wrote this. They brought him in to do this. Uh, he's collaborating with Roxanne Gray, the poet Yona Harvey, um, on the spinoff, The World of Wakanda, and um, and then this is they're adding this other series that just came out today, which is this this recently Black Panther and the Crew. Mm-hmm. So what's happening? What's mm. happening? What's happening is that I think Marvel has come to the understanding that there are people that have been chewing and waiting and crying and wanting this to happen. They're finally answering a call that's been a long time coming as comic book fans, as fans of black superheroes, as fans of Black Panther and Storm and Luke Cage and Misty, all of these uh, characters that, other than Black Panther, in a while haven't really had their due Um, And there's been a call for it. I think a lot of it has to do also with uh, the Netflix Defender series buildup that's been going on, the Mm -hmm. hype around Luke Cage uh, as a show on Netflix, the beauty that was the representation of Black Panther and the last Avengers movie, well, Civil War, Mm -hmm. which really shouldn't have been called Civil War because it didn't follow the comics at all. Um, (laughs) And um, I think... It's answering the call that's been going on. Right. Yeah. And I I would completely agree with all of that. And I also feel like Marvel, in answering a call, has done a really great job in representation and speaking to um, uh, people of color across the age spectrum mm-hmm. to say, hey, look, look at what we're doing. You know, they they start, they were, they, well, one of the things that I noticed was when they were doing the variant covers, mm-hmm. um, mashups with the with the classic hip hop album covers, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like you know I would go into a comic book store with with cats that don't read comic books, but they would grab a comic book off the shelf because it it had the ghost face, mm-hmm. um, uh, the ghost face uh, Iron Man cover or the the Nas cover. And they're like trying to figure this out, or you know, or like with Black Panther, they did a Run the Jewels cover. Yes. You know, so it's you know it's about representation. I mean, and Marvel has you know some people have have uh, criticized them at using this as a marketing ploy, um, but at the end of the day, it's a business. And you know what Ta-Nehisi's been doing with with Black Panther, yes, in the social and political commentary. I mean, I think it's a great way to have these conversations about race. And gender, and nation, and nation, <laughs> and and um, family, um, and um, ancestral veneration, and leadership, you know, and so, um, you know, Black Panther has become a household name in our house. Yeah. So there's a lineage here. Before Tanahasi came, uh, came Christopher Priest. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. 
who kind of created the, the crew, 50s, right? not the Panther, but the crew, right? All the crew. That this yeah. is based upon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this crew that he's developing. I mean, I, I mean, I look. My comic book time was like before this, right? Right. right? Mm-hmm. So I've only recently gotten back into it mm-hmm. with some of this, with, with some of the stuff Tanahashi was doing and the new superheroes that are out and mm-hmm. and uh, I mean I got lost you know I, I mean I, I forgot I'm from classic comic books and stuff right, like that right yeah. <laughs> right that's good stuff and it, you know the thing is though it's like uh, Black Panther and to to a certain extent Luke Cage and to some extent Storm to me as a forty year old person I'm you know still with very kids. young with kids I mean these characters are very very much different than what I remember them to be when yes. I was a kid. And I wasn't that deep in the comic books, but like, you know, I read the Black Panther comic books and even as I was becoming more politically aware, Black Panther didn't speak to me yes. in the same way he d- in the same way as Coates Black Panther does. And so why? <clears throat> um because he was he was a super he wasn't I, I didn't really see Black Panther then as a superhero. He was a king yeah. who, of Wakanda. Who was, of this Wakanda. black technologically advanced civilization right. somewhere yes. on the continent of Africa. Right, right. North right. Central Africa. North right. Central Africa. And he had this he you know, they had access Northeast. to a mm-hmm. a, a, a a material, a metal mm-hmm. that the rest of the world didn't have. So that's what made him a superhero. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas now, not only is he has this long family lineage he's you know especially trained king who's had to deal with all of these personal issues right um and he just happens to have this dope suit you know but like and then and um and the, fantastic four when it was first introduced or um, even a- or after after i was gonna say i'm trying to think of which series it was was it, it back was, in 61 he first came out when did he first come out he came. I can't say when, when he came out. We're not. We're not doing. Not doing too hot here. But but what I was speak, what I want <laughs> speak for yourself. Speaking brother. of <laughs> speaking on um the 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 other the other series the other Black Panther series that I read he seemed he seemed more kind of um sticky as a as a uh, superhero character. Yeah, he seemed know? like a he seemed convenient. For the time, for the time, like, it was '66 when he came right. out, which is just when Black Power came out. Right. Yes, yes, that's when so it came out, right? This, yeah, so yeah. Me, that's when as it happened. a child, I always thought he was a. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted. I'm no, no, cool, that's cool. Um, I always felt like he was a sort of stand-in for this political moment, but they didn't have any there kind of heft behind it. Yeah, right. I think it's really commendable that they had this idea of like, what does it look like to have a na- an, an African nation that was never colonized? Right, Whoa, right. that's kind of right. hard. That's kind of interesting. Right. I thought that was a beautiful thing, that they would mm. be the most advanced, right? But he introduces the Fantastic Four into Wakanda by hunting them down, hunting mm-hmm. down white people. Right. What does that say for where the writers were coming from? Right, right, right. right? right. So it was less about Black Panther as a black man running a nation and more about white people's fear of black people running a nation to me. We shouldn't, shouldn't so. be scared white people like that. It's really not right. <laughs> what was that? We shouldn't be scared white people like that. It's just not right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so what is that significance? I mean, pretty interesting how, that, first of all, how Tanahashi first created and brought us to Black Panther mm-hmm. in Wakanda, which was a rebellion against the king itself exactly. in the nation. Right, right, right. right, right, right. right. That's how he brought this to us. Right. We said something about the social consciousness, his consciousness politically in the world. But it didn't degrade the Black Panther. No. What I really appreciated about Ta-Nehisi's approach is that 
it's this conversation about black leadership and heroes. Like every, as I was reading it, I was just like, when we put all of our eggs into one basket of a hero, one leader, right? We like, we need some kind of messiah-like figure, right? What happens when that messiah-like figure lets us down, disappoints us, mm-hmm. lets certain regions and certain populations within our communities go? Um, gets distracted by wealth, gets distracted by being a hero for other folks. And I was just like, ooh, indictment of Obama. Like, the whole time I was reading it, I really? was like, total, like, oh my goodness, what, what are we doing? That's but that was like my political take on it. But, but I he think also it's likes, Tanasi also likes Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but do, but I think still he still can be about, critical, yes. Right, 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 right. Not afraid to be critical. You no, know? right? it's like, yeah. so it's being being very critical of like, what happens when we put all of our eggs into one basket? If we put all our eggs in this basket of a freed black people, mm-hmm. there's still going to be rebellion. There's mm-hmm. still going to be leaders are going to let us down. So I think it's interesting, like the movement of the people versus this leadership moment and what does that tension look like? Right. I was intrigued the whole entire time. And then you throw some beautiful lesbians in there with a cool suit. Uh, I don't even right, know. Right. But why would you like that? To do it. Huh? Why would you like that? I don't know, because I'm a beautiful <laughs> lesbian without the cool suit. <laughs> How's that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> tell them. So, uh, um, what were you gonna say, Dan? Well, oh, so um, I was, I was again. <laughs> I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Dan. You no, you um, you you threw you right off. You, you did <laughs> threw me off. You articulated it very well. Um, but I also what I really appreciate about is bringing this home because I feel like a lot of times, you know, it's 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 um, a way to diversify the leadership right we have like this you know what some people would consider a thug we got a cop mm-hmm. you know we have a a a, a, a goddess you know mm-hmm. who can control the weather you know and essentially what that's saying to me is that we all have these attributes that we can contribute to our liberation mm-hmm. so this crew yeah well two yeah, things totally. let me talk about the crew here coming back to that that because it changed in the original black panther when they were teenage girls mm-hmm. around the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Now these are women. Women. Mm-hmm. Right? Very powerful women mm-hmm. around the Black Panther. Right. Which is yeah. really, you know, that, that, that dynamic was important to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the crew itself, it's interesting. I didn't talk about this. I thought about this, what you just said. That the crew, that the developing of these black heroes in Black Panther and the crew as they will come to us, represent many different layers and elements and parts of the black world, yes. right? Yes. Right. That's Absolutely. the beauty of what Ta-Nehisi is Ta-Nehisi is doing with both the Black Panther series and the crew is showing that black people are not a monolith. Thank you. Like black people are not a monolith. We have many different ways of being, many different political standpoints, many different approaches. Sometimes those things can work in accord, mm-hmm. and sometimes, sometimes those things are going to crash. Right. 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 Um, and the fact that. Uh, the very complicated conversations about women and women's bodies and gender that occurred in the Black Panther series, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure are going to still occur in the crew. I'm just looking forward to seeing how we explore those the multifacetedness of blackness in mm-hmm. this particular Marvel world. So you all are adults, grown-ups in your 40s, mm-hmm. right? That's what they tell me. Nah, I, I don't feel like that. Cause <laughs> I didn't say, look, I'm supposed to be a grown-up, too. It doesn't always work. I've right, right, right. just been hanging so, out playing with my action figures. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you need to know what I'm about to ask. Okay. So, so, I'm, so you as adults mm-hmm. um, who are into this comic series and into what ta Coates and the others are doing 
in creating this new Black Panther and the crew and what Marvel's doing. Mm -hmm. And you have kids in their teens, right? And, and little ones, yeah. And little ones, right? Mm -hmm. So what about so so I, I'm I'm curious about that interplay between adults like yourselves and me who like this mm -hmm. and our children and in my case my grandchildren that that also may like this. So what does that interplay mean? What is that interplay about? Because when we were kids, at least when I was a kid, my parents didn't read comic books. They, they wanted me to read the book. Don't, right. don't read the comic Why are you right. reading a comic book? Right. Right? Exactly. Mm. exactly. The comics were something reserved for Sunday morning newspapers. Exactly. The funny papers. Mm. The funny papers, right? Right. right. That's, that's <laughs> been, and that, as a parent, that has been a very interesting dynamic that I've spent a lot of time thinking about. It's interesting and intriguing um, that these stories are written on such a complex level that the action and that the basic plot is interesting to a 12-year-old, mm -hmm. a 13-year-old. But me at 40, I'm reading and looking beyond the plot mm -hmm. and paying more attention to the character development, paying more attention to the themes. Mm -hmm. and politics. And politics. And remembering that there are discussions that I need to be having with my children. Right. And it's like that's what the genius is of this art you know that's what is the genius of mm -hmm. that was what the genius of luke cage was you know i could sit down with my kids and we could enjoy the story but there's a lot to unpack there's a lot to talk about and it kind of drives these very and important they, you family get, conversations yeah. yeah we yeah we did it i mean we sat down we watched luke cage together and i expect us to do the same thing with the black panther movie mm -hmm. you know it's an all black or cast this. or mm -hmm. this right and we did you know we did that with both of the the, the black panther series as well so you know we had kind of gotten into a ritual in going to the the comic book store, buying the books, and you know, and then kind of reading them as a family separately, you know. But then coming back together at, at dinner time discussion or in the car, the kids asking me about, you know, uh, asking me about certain things, you know. So we, you know, so then we get into some conversation about sexuality. We get into some conversation about politics, um, spirituality, mm -hmm. ancestral. Uh, uh, veneration and that kind of thing. And so I think that that's really interesting and important, which, and I agree with you, that didn't happen with, um, you know, Batman comic books when I was reading Batman. Or because oh. there's a Superman. depth to what he... What I'm he, saying it wasn't happening oh, no, because no, no, my no. parents weren't reading it. Because in the time we have us, because there's a depth inside of this that didn't exist in other comic books. I don't know. I feel like there's a depth that's happening, but when I was a young person and I didn't sit down and read comics with my mom, she was like, why are you reading comics? Right, that's right, what your right. brother should be doing. And I'm like, but I'm going to do this. Um, <laughs> but I felt like there was a depth in there of things I was looking for as a young mm. girl growing up. It's the reason why I painted all my Barbies black and cut their hair into a mohawk and made them storm. So the things that I was seeking as a young person, the deeper levels of interesting conversations that were happening that I was interpreting, I didn't have anybody. I didn't have a parent to sit there and say, oh, let's talk about this some more. But it just forced me to have to go a little deeper and find resources in other places to try to understand the context and what I felt was off and what I felt was right about what was happening in the X-Men universe at the time with Storm and how she was betrayed and all of these other kind of spaces that were happening and Frank Miller's whole entire take on Batman and the Watchmen and mm -hmm. all that stuff. I just had to do a little extra research. I didn't have an adult to actually bounce things off the way that you're able to have with your kids, mm -hmm. which I think is beautiful. It's so beautiful. before we go to break here, which we're going to do here in a second, um, so people can actually contribute to the station of 410-319-8888 and get a copy of Black Panther and the crew 
number one, um, <laughs> the, the, the original version here. So what is it? What do you think? Very quickly, do you think this comic book will do? What is it going to do to us, our consciousness, family, community? I don't. That's not, not overplaying the power of comic books, right, right, right. but they have an effect. They most certainly have an effect. I mean, to see, I'll just to, I'll just go back a little bit to see, for lack of a better word, the fervor around the Luke Cage Netflix series mm-hmm. was absolutely incredible to me. Like I went to the event that they had at Morgan State, mm-hmm. and to go. You know, I took and I took my three oldest kids. My my kids were excited. You know, they had read a little bit of Luke Cage, but they didn't. You know, they didn't really understand. You know, they definitely didn't get the context context of the of the of the character itself. But for the idea of a superhero to be thrust into popular imagination and pop culture, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm like I'm seeing young people with Black Panther T-shirts mm-hmm. and hearing. People make references to Wakanda. You know, you look on social media, yeah. people are like making reference or like their 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 handle is like some reference to Wakanda. That's why I say my hometown is on Facebook. I'm like, Wakanda. Your hometown, Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. And so That's you know, and, and so there's a whole community <laughs> of people. So it's like this kind of conversation has now been, you know, it's like when we were growing up, probably when you were growing up, to read comic books made you a nerd. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right? Very much. Now it's it's a part of the popular conversation and that's being harnessed in such a way that we're able to have a deeper political analysis of our lives and that's hot as heck yeah and so is this conversation so to y'all i mean that i I love having the two of you on this show (laughs) (laughs) you guys are great and you are you bring such intellectual depth to our cultural world every time we have a chance to talk together you do do i mean i appreciate it really appreciate it denzel mitchell and we're talking about black panther and the crew number one the Mark Steiner Show is a production of the Center for Emerging Media. Our senior producer is Mark Gunnery. Our producer is Amani Spence. Our research producer is Calvin Perry. Our production assistant is Nadia Ramlikan. Our engineer is Andre Melton. Our intern is Michael Dixon. Our theme music is by Wal Matthews with Blink Cuts. And send me your thoughts about today's program to talk at steinershow.org. The podcast of Mark Steiner Show and share it with your friends. Visit us on the web at steinershow.org or listen to us via your favorite podcasting app. For your source for cool jazz and more, WEAA 88.9 FM. I'm Mark Steiner. Take care.